And that's going. Where do we begin? Hmm, well, it's a new week, new month. Five days in already. Ah, last couple of days before the Delta. And spend most of the day reading. All of a sudden, uh, COVID numbers are down. The science which created the virus, uh, I mean, says this strain isn't so bad. And December drumming continues and double workouts. But boy, is it getting hard to get up in the morning. <laughs> Monday, December 5th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Hope you folks are doing well and staying warm because uh, it's cold. <laughs> it's, it's cold. It wasn't very windy this morning, but um, given the fact that I didn't get out of bed until uh, 6.50, <laughs> this, is, this is getting really late already. I mean, it's getting, getting late to the point where it's almost like compared to, well, it is compared to last year when I first started doing these morning workouts, uh, I'm a full hour later. Like I used to get up at six and get going, um, work out, make, even make my coffee and then commute to work. Uh, and by that, I mean, I mean, I used to cycle to work uh, at around seven thirty or so. Um, not, not usually very much later than that because you couldn't get a bike. Uh, but, uh, since March or April, since I've been working at home, uh, I've been still pretty good getting up at six o'clock quarter after, but now it's, it's just pushed back to, it's tough to get out. Now there might be a couple of reasons for this. Uh, this for, and I do wonder if it is just me, like, am I just getting lazy? It's like, because, you know, uh, you know, my, my birthday passed a couple months ago, like that was a target date for me. Uh, and you know, I didn't really hit the target. So, um, do I not have the same motivation that I did as I did over the summer months? And I kind of go, I'm not sure if that can be the only explanation because like this morning when I finally did get out to go for the run, I did three miles this morning, uh, five kilometers, roughly, uh, it's like just over three miles, but about five kilometers. And, um, it was just, there was no one else out there. <laughs> uh, but I even missed, uh, like, there's this old guy, elderly man, old older man. He has grandkids, okay? So he's he's not a young man in terms of, like, he's a retiree. Is that the most politically correct way I could put this? He's a pensioner. He's a retiree. Um, and I, I didn't even see him this morning. That's how late I was. Because I think what he has to do uh, is that he has to be back at the, his apartment by like quarter after seven or something. Um, and I think this is like part of his morning routine, his schedule, because he, I think he might take his grandkids to school. Now this sounds like Steve, why do you know this? It, because this is very common that at that time when I'm usually working out between like seven, 10, uh, like at seven o'clock, there's usually a lull of people. So there's not many people. And then all of a sudden at quarter after seven, uh, to 7.25, you just see a bunch of people, and usually it's a bunch of kids going to school. And depending on which school they're going to, they're either crossing it, uh, uh, crossing the compound, oy, or they might be going out a different way. So, I mean, I don't know. My my point is, with this guy not being there, by the time I was out there, I was that late. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, oh, that's not good. If I'm, if I'm that late... Um, that, yeah, that's that is getting late. I didn't even finish the whole morning workout because because I was uh, late getting out. But I took my steel club, my mace, out there, and 
boy, that thing gets cold. <laughs> oh, I have these uh, these cell phone gloves, cell phone mitts, right? So they're kind of thin, but they have the ability to use a cell phone, right? And those, like, I, I could not use them. It, they were just way too cold. Fingers are frozen. Uh, so I switched to my, my winter mitts. And surprisingly, I was still able to grip the thing. So that was good. Uh, that was uh, at least, you know, uh, well, I, I wasn't... I wasn't hurting myself. I wasn't losing control of the thing. So that that at least helped quite a bit. Uh, I did manage to get uh, the afternoon workout in as well. So I felt like I kind of needed to do that one, the uh, the afternoon workout, because the first one was sort of truncated, three miles, skipping for 10 minutes, and then the uh, the mace swings. Uh, but uh, since I'm using this lighter mace, like it's only six kilos, I, I, I'm feeling it in the shoulders, but there's no lower body work basically in the in the morning. It seems like it's mostly cardio now, to tell you the truth, which is fine. You know, going going back to this triphasic training that I was talking about a couple of weeks ago, where um, Wednesday, like Monday, is sort of a um, a moderate workout. Uh, Wednesday is you're a bit more intense, and then Friday you go hard uh, because it gives your body enough time to uh, recuperate. So, all that being said, an- another reason why I wonder and this is. This is uh, all on me. This is 100% my fault. Last week, I talked about uh, starting to consume non-alcoholic beer. And uh, I said I had to order some off of Jingdong. Uh, Jingdong and uh, not from Taobao, from, from Jingdong. So I ordered another couple of cases because I'm like, well, you know, if, if it's going to be this troublesome to go through this process, I'm probably going to forget. And if I forget, then that means I might be tempted to go buy the alcoholic version, you know, so, you know, let's just, let's be smart about this. Well, turns out that Lujedze, April Gourmet, has non-alcoholic beer in stock. It's a Bitburger, Wittburger, Wittburger, I don't know how you pronounce it, some German non-alcoholic Pilsner. I'm like, this is perfect. Uh, it's 11 or 12 Kwai, so it's a little bit more expensive. Well, I think it's about the same, actually. Uh, for uh, the other versions that I've been been getting, so I've had Bavaria. I've tried this Qingdao. Tried this Bitburger, um, Bit whatever you call, however you say it. Uh, Qingdao has been the one that has like had zero effect on me, right? Like literally, you're drinking beer flavored water. Uh, Bavaria still seems to give me a little bit of a buzz, and these um, Bitburger ones, Wittburger. Uh, I'm going to have to look this up because it's going to bother me. Uh, but this one, th- this German non-alcoholic beer, that one was okay. It, it wasn't as much of a buzz as the B- Bavaria, but it wasn't as not, like, not ab- completely absent like the Qingdao. Now, given the choice, Qingdao 0.0, uh, that was good because I'm like, yeah, you can have two or three of those, not feel a thing, keep on working. The problem is, is that uh, going back to getting, it's tough to get up in the morning, I wonder if they still dehydrate you quite a bit, which means that if you're drinking them, you still have to consume quite a bit of water because it is pushing these fluids through your system. Now, th- this is a very good question that I, ha- that I have, is these alcoholic beers, we've always said, I've always said, and the research seems to show that, you know, it, this alcohol dehydrates you. So what about non-alcoholic beer? Does it dehydrate you in the same way? Or is there something else that's within these beverages that is a diuretic that makes you uh, not just piss quite a bit, but that takes water, leaches water from your system. So is it the grains? Is it the hops? I don't know. No, no idea. But I'll tell you, uh, perfectly happy with this transition so far. 
uh, and you could taste, like if I go from, I tried on, yeah, it was on Saturday, I had two or three Qingdao's, these, these zero zeros, and then I went to an Asahi after that, and Asahi's 5%, it was literally like drinking a, a vodka-infused beer at that point, it, it was disgusting, it was it was too much. Let's put it that way. It was too much. Not even so much disgusting, ish. But I mean, going from the zero percent no alcohol beer, switching to one alcoholic beer, and I just went, "Oh my goodness, is that what is that what non-drinkers taste? That that ethanol?" I'm just thinking, "Wow, no wonder some people actually don't drink because if that's what it is, that's unenjoyable. Not at all. I mean, now the question would be." is if I had the no alcohol beers and then want something to like, you know, an IPA or something, like one of the Jing-A IPAs, that might be a little bit different. I'd have to try that one. Hmm. All right. Uh, but yeah, double workouts in, double workouts out for the day, getting tough to get up in the morning only because it is so bloody cold out there. Didn't see many other people out there, so I didn't feel so bad other than the ones who were lining up for the COVID test. Now, I only need a COVID test tomorrow so I can get into my delta exam on wednesday i can't wait till this thing is over <laughs> i spent most of the day i was working but in between uh uh client meetings and everything i was uh reading up on terminology and everything and uh, with uh, another guy who's also taking the test on wednesday we were shooting emails back and forth messages back and forth um clarifying points and uh bringing up sort of like oh yeah i should probably research that today's hmm, I should look into that, is how the heck do you analyze the form of the phrase as if? Like as, as in like as long as, and if, if I were to do this, as if. It's a lexical chunk, okay. It's two conjunctions, as and if. It's a conditional of some sort. So is, a subor is it a subordinating conditional conjunct? I, I'm trying to think of like the most... One of the things with this delta is that they have these really bizarre technical terms for these things that you're like, that's what you call that? Can't we just call it like a couple of words? <laughs> Which again, even words aren't called words, they're called lexes. You know, lexa, uh, you have lexical sets, which are chunks of words. Um, and there's a bunch of different theories about why this sort of is and everything. But as if, as far as I can tell, uh, it is a conjunction, uh, or is it... Conditional conjunction. Um, he, he said it was two conjunctions put together. And I was thinking there's a, there's another technical word for this where there's two words uh, that go together that you can't take apart. They lose their meaning. I guess it would be like a collocation of sorts, like two words that you can get up, get out, take out, um, sleep in, sleep out, sleep in, sleep around. Sleep around would be a <laughs> collocation, I guess you could say. You could sleep in or sleep around uh, the room. You can sleep around the room, right? Um, but this Delta thing, I've been um, doing a lot of terminology reading. I got one more practice test I got to do, um, and then I'll, that will take the total to like three, three point five tests that I've done total. They're they're long tests to do, but I've noticed that once I get into it, the time seems to fly. Like it, it's, I don't, I'm not wasting time. I'm not sitting there just ag wondering what I'm doing. I'm sitting there and I'm writing quite a bit. But as I found, um, and much like how, he's, how I speak, minus the swears uh, or the vulgarity, um, the that uh, I, I write in a very like conversational manner, which means that 
I'm not using this technical jargon that they're using and that they expect to see. It's not that you need to use it. It's that if you want to get, you know, if you want to register the marks sort of thing, it's like you should be using the words that are that, that have been established to describe these things, like as if, which is a high flutin way of saying you got to know the terminology. You got to know the, the the jargon, the uh, the discourse of this group, the genre of this interested subgroup of people, linguists and ESL teachers, because this is an ESL um, diploma. But uh, yeah, I spent most of the day reading this uh, Scott Thornberry's A to Z of ELT, and that's uh, that's actually been a very good one. I'm, I was looking at this because it's basically a book of terminology. Like it, it's all just like every term that you can think of and more um, that is in English language teaching, which is what ELT stands for. Um, This book, I'm thinking, like, I I remember first getting it six months ago and starting to look at it, and it was just, it was so much, like taking it it all in and stuff like that. But now that I'm reading it, um, six months later and two days before the the test, uh, I'm finding that it's a lot easier to read and I'm not wondering what I'm reading I'm reading it going ah yes I remember reading about this before I remember hearing about this before has there ever been any studies I know like in Chinese especially but um, well not so much exactly for Chinese but I know there's marketing uh, research that's been done that you have to see something a hundred times or 19 times, or you have to experience it three or four times before it sticks in your brain. I don't know, pick a number, right? How many times do you have to read something for it to stick in? Like I'm looking at these, this essential reading that you have to do. And then the recommended reading, it does start to all say the same thing. I guess my question is like, why, why can I, why can I not read it once? And know it if it's something that I have to know. Why can't I tell my brain, know this, read it, and then know it, and understand it, and use it? Like, what? why not? What? What? What is wrong with you, synapses? What is wrong with you? What are you doing up there? Don't know. <laughs> but uh, I know that uh, if you do read these books, and like, uh, I guess this diploma... So the difference of like a diploma and a master's, a master's is given by uh, an accredited university. So like if Cambridge were to give it or like University of Manitoba or Toronto or whatever, um, that would be a master's degree. Now this is a diploma because it's being uh, bestowed, given, granted by uh, a non-accredited, it's an accredited institution, but it's not. Uh, a university, so that's I think that's the, that is the major difference that diplomas are given by uh, non-university affiliated um, or non-university organizations, basically. So because uh, this is the the Nile organization, I don't know what that stands for, uh, but um, this is equated this delta this diploma, all three modules is equated with a master's degree in the UK. So it's a, it's a band seven something or other. So I'm going, yeah, so I'm basically doing the reading for a master's degree. That's, hmm, that is kind of, I guess it's kind of important-ish, you know, maybe? I don't know. It's been, it hasn't been bad, to tell you the truth. It's, it's a lot of reading. Uh, it's a lot of reading about stuff that I I kind of 
knew about, like I understood existed, but I just never bothered actually looking at it. I certainly would not force myself to read some of this stuff. Um, but that being the case, even though the, the grand ambition that I have is to continue reading and researching this stuff even after Wednesday, but I'm already looking at the things I have lined up to start doing after Wednesday. I'm going, I think that reading is going to be pushed off a little while, at least until module three starts sometime in February or March, which we will, uh, we will see exactly which day that is. Um, December drumming continues. So, uh, yes, I haven't been posting these on Anchor.fm because, uh, again, connection issues have been a um, bit of a, a problem over the last... Still, they continue to be an issue. Um, and I was wondering if I should be posting these tracks each and every day or if I can somehow just post them, like Saturdays and Sundays in particular, if I could post them on Monday or some, some other time like that, right? So... And I've also realized I for, I haven't been dating them, so I, I haven't uh, haven't put the actual date on that I created it, which I probably should. Uh, but uh, over the weekend, what did I create? So I can't remember, and that's why I, I try to date them actually, is so I can remember what I actually did and why I did them um, that way. Yesterday I did an African percussion inspiration sort of. Uh, I was playing around with the uh, the djembe and the percussion, the African ensemble percussion. Uh, percussion ensemble that they have in Logic Pro, and so I was playing around with that. Created about a three-minute track, uh, so that was uh, that was pretty good. Um, Saturdays was another drum drum track, like a drum set track, mixed with a few other. Uh, oh, mixed with a, a Chinese uh, percussion ensemble as well. So that was that was uh, abstract. I was told, <laughs> not bad, just abstract. That's all. Uh, so I will have these eventually on the website. Uh, have not updated that just yet. The newsletter did go out yesterday, as far as I know. Uh, and so uh, you can um, have a look at that. Uh, substack.com is where I have it. my newsletter now. It's at stephensersky.substack.com. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter. It goes right to your, your inbox. You don't have to click on any links or anything. And uh, it's uh, basically a summation of a lot of the audio blogs that I've been, uh, that, that I've been using or publishing over that week uh, and some uh, extra little bits of information that I've usually learned since publishing the audio blog. Uh, some clarity, I guess, mental clarity and distance as well. Question, if your apps are black and white or gray, why? Uh, no doubt if you're in China, you've seen this, uh, Taobao, Jingdong, your bank apps. Any app that had any amount of red in it is now gray. It's black and white. Um, gray, and, gray and white, I guess. Why is this? Well, it's to honor Jiang Zemin, who passed away last week. And uh, so apparently, I think it's five or seven days that they're going to do this to honor his passing. Um, like even companies like Starbucks, they have these Santa, like these Christmas bags and Christmas cups and stuff like that. They put those away for the next week. Uh, anything that said like happy and fun and glad and wonderful life, they put that away. Even though things are getting better because they're taking out all the, the COVID situation has changed and they've taken out all the COVID testing locations, so I can't get a COVID test as easy as I could, even though places still require it. Anyway, so the reason why your apps, Jingdong, Taobao, uh, and all those are black and white is because uh, of the uh, the passing of Jiang Zemin last week, and uh, they will revert to their normal colors probably within the week or so. So just in case you were wondering. All right, I think that will do it for today. Uh, yeah, I can't wait until this um, 
Delta thing is over. I, I'm not going to lie. Got one more day of study, and then it's like you got. If you don't know it by now, too late, sort of thing. But uh, already Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I might take Wednesday off. Not sure. Not of blo- blogging. I'll uh, be back for that. Uh, but certainly Thursday already. Some other projects are going to kick up, and I did say that I was going to start studying Chinese. Uh, a little bit more seriously throughout the month of December, and I fully intend to do that. I want to get, because if I can crush this Delta exam, then I want to crush the the HSK-5 exam as well. Maybe I would sign up for it now in March, and that way I would have a deadline to fall, and it wouldn't be like a one-month deadline. It would be like three months. It's reasonable to think that you can actually get your level up to HSK-5 within the next three months. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stevensersky.com. Hope you guys have a great one. Stay warm out though. Stay warm out there. Get your runs and eat your broccoli, but remember them to actually uh, soak them in starch for 10 minutes prior to eating. I was told one of the things that you're supposed to do if you're going to eat raw vegetables is to soak them in starch. That's courtesy of my girlfriend, but uh, I've never looked into it. Maybe I should. I'll have to verify that. Soak and starch for 10 minutes. Rinse and eat. Have a good one, folks. We'll do this again. Bye-bye.